Hey everyone, it is Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival. Welcome to podcast episode number 217. Now, backup guns are all the rage right now. And in this month's masterclass for our New World Patriot Alliance members, we're doing a deep dive into how to choose, carry, and deploy a pistol from a secondary carry location. And one of the ways that most people carry a backup gun is with an ankle holster, which offers a lot of benefits. But... It also has a few key drawbacks as well. In fact, some of the techniques that I've developed are the opposite of what some other well-known instructors have been putting out there. And today I thought I would share with you three quick tips for optimizing the use of an ankle holster for concealed carry, whether it's for your primary carry weapon or for a backup gun. And as usual, don't worry about taking notes because we've done all the heavy lifting for you with this week's show notes, including a handy-dandy one-page cheat sheet you can download absolutely free. All you need to do is go to www.mcsmagazine.com slash 217 and grab the entire package right now absolutely free. And now, let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey there, welcome back. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And ankle carry for concealed carry, you pretty much have, like, there are people on both sides, right? Like, there are people that that love ankle carry. There are people that hate ankle carry. Just like, I guess, like any other thing that's out there when it comes to concealed carry. But there are a lot of benefits to ankle carry. And for one, it is highly concealable underneath your pants. And, it, I mean, when you think about it, most people are never looking at your feet. I know Women are out there probably listening. Like, I know you probably look at all women's feet to see what shoes they're wearing, right? But guys, you know, we don't really care about shoes all that much. These real men, right? So, so women aren't really necessarily looking at it. Guys certainly aren't necessarily looking at what shoes you're wearing. So most people aren't looking down. So an ankle, an ankle holster can be really easy to conceal underneath your pants, right? Even if you can see it printing, even if you can see a little bit, usually the, the natural lines of the pants or, you know, the way that they sag in certain areas, like there's, there's ways to conceal it very, very easily there. The other thing is that if done right, the ankle holster can be very comfortable to wear. Okay. So this is usually what, what keeps people from even trying ankle carry is they figure, well, I don't want some gun flopping around on, on my ankle, but it can be, if, you, if done right, it can be a comfortable way to wear your firearm, right? The other thing is that it can be, now I'm putting air quotes around that, it can be advantageous to use an ankle carry holster when it comes to a close quarters ambush. And in some cases, it might even be more um, beneficial for you than traditional waistline carry. And I'll go over what that is in a second. But before that, let me cover a few of the drawbacks for ankle carry as well. Because if you do carry a heavier firearm in an ankle, in an ankle holster, it, it, it can flop around quite a bit, right? Like it is heavier every time you're walking, you know, every other step is going to be the leg that has, or the ankle that has your firearm on it. And so naturally as you're walking along, it's possible if it's a heavier gun, it's going to flop around some, right? It's going to, it's going to move around. Um, and, and, and that right there, um, combined with, 
it the ankle like drawing from an ankle holster requires you to be in an unusual body position right you normally you would go down to one you would go down to one leg kind of like kneel on one leg and you would draw it from that kneeling position that one leg kneeling position but you have to pretty much do that now there are some other techniques that i've seen people do out there where you you basically lie on your back and you grab it as you're like, there's ways that people are trying to get around, um, the, the drawbacks of, of an ankle holster carry, um, and the draw stroke. But it, the fact is, is it requires you to do something different than what you normally would if you were carrying it like appendix carry or back on your, on your hip, right? So if you're, if you're not carrying it the way that I will be showing you, all right, if you don't have that option, um, then it, it can be a kind of a, a real a real hassle to kind of get there. All right. Now, coming up, I want to share with you three quick tips that you can use that are going to help you out to get the most out of your ankle carry for your backup gun. But first, check out this special message. What if everything you knew about how to stop a violent attacker with your gun was wrong? Discover the advanced tactics you must know now to protect yourself and those you love with a firearm. Check out our free book, Stopping Power Secrets. Inside, you'll find such no-hold-barred shockers as 1. The three most common myths and misinformation shoveled out by movies and gun range know-it-alls that could get you killed in a real-life gunfight. 2. The cold, hard truth about your personal weapon's ability to be a one-shot man-stopper. 3. What coroners know about selecting the right ammo for your firearm that you don't. 4. And the simple training trick used by Abrams tank crews and commercial airline pilots that will prepare you for a real attack even better than your best day at the range don't place your family's safety in the hands of hollywood fairy tales and hearsay claim your free copy of stopping power secrets now now at www.stoppingpowersecrets.com and now back to the show okay we're back and we're talking about tactics for ankle holster concealed carry and we did a, I'll let everybody know, like if, if you're a New World Patriot Alliance member, um, make sure that you log in to the members area and go check out the, um, when we're going to have our deep dive for backup guns, because we're going to go deep into like choosing, um, a, be, a good backup gun, um, like how, how to choose the right backup gun, how to carry it, how to conceal it, how to deploy it, all of those things, right? Um, but what we're talking about right now is specifically one of the ways that you can carry a backup gun, which is an ankle holster. And I have three quick tips that I want to share with you right now. Before I jump into them, I want to make sure that you keep an open mind, <laughs> all right? Because as usual, some of the things that I'm going to suggest are often like the exact opposite of what you're going to hear other trainers uh, tell you, right? So all I ask is keep an open mind, listen to my reasoning, and then make an educated decision, right? And as always, like, uh, uh, listen, I'm always open to professional, respectful debate or any other ideas, right? So I'm a perpetual learner. I love to get feedback. I always reserve the right to be wrong. And I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on some of the techniques I'm going to be talking about as well. Or if you have any experience with ankle carry, definitely make sure that you leave a comment in the uh, in the blog for this episode so that we can kind of keep the conversation going, right? Okay. All right. So let me jump, go ahead and jump into these, uh, these three quick tips now. So one is with it, with your ankle holster, um, highly recommend that you have one that has an additional calf strap. 
Okay. So again, we talked about one of the drawbacks is when you walk, your, your gun leg, if you will, is moving with every other step there. Actually, it's, it's always moving, right? So the gun can ride down your ankle. And if you had it set for like higher on your ankle, like a little bit higher on your calf where it was more comfortable for you, all of a sudden when it drops down to the, the thinner part of your ankle, now it really is kind of rotating around. Now it really is flopping. So it can be kind of a, kind of a difficult thing to keep that in one location. Well, that's where the calf strap comes in, right? So basically this is like an additional strap that goes around, like it's, it's connected to the actual holster part, which vel typically velcros around your, uh, your ankle. And then the calf strap, will actually go around the top of your calf. So it, it's basically like suspenders for your holster, right? So that's going to keep it from, from swinging it down and, and even getting into a different position. Um, if you want to see what these are, you can actually, um, look, ankle holsters really aren't that expensive. In fact, you can get a free one that actually has the calf strap on it, and it's very comfortable. You can go, all you have to do is just go to www.mcsmagazine.com slash ankle, and I'll have that pointing it over to a place where right now you can get one for free. So you can go check that out there. There'll also be a link down in the uh, in the show notes on the blog post where this episode is as well, right? Um, but you definitely want to make sure that you use, that comfort is really is is important here, and that calf strap is going to also make sure that it stays in one place there, okay? All right, so make sure that your ankle holster has a calf strap. Okay, tip number two, this is where we're going to start. Uh, this is where I'm really going to kind of fly in the face of traditional tactical firearms training out there, right? Because um, I'm t most people, everyone teaches that you want to wear your ankle holster on the inside of your offside ankle, all right? So if... For example, if I'm a right-handed shooter, then I would carry, I would, I would attach the ankle holster to my left ankle and the firearm would be on the inside of my leg, right? And the reason for that, typically what, what instructors will tell you is because you, you naturally step forward with your opposite leg and you can draw with your dominant hand from there, okay? But as we, as we always, as we say in our extreme close, uh, close combat shooting course, most gunfights happen less than nine feet away, right? And the, and the chances of you having to fight to your gun is going to be very high at that distance, right? And when you're looking at that and you're going to have to fight to your gun, we also say in the self-defense world that most fights, most real fights that happen on the street, in fact, the number that's thrown out there is 80%. Right. We'll go to the ground. All right. So. So let's put all that together. Most attacks are going to happen if you're you know, if you're in a self-defense shooting. Most attacks are going to happen less than nine feet away. You are most likely going to have to fight to get to your gun. OK, especially if you've got a, a ankle holster. Right. And most fights are going to go to the ground and end up in a, in a like a wrestling match. And the way that that ha the reason why that happens is because most people are not. They don't know how to fight in close quarters. They don't know how to fight that close to somebody. Most people, when they think about fighting, are like at, you know, they're basically in boxing mode, and you're trying to get that haymaker punch in. But what ends up happening is people end up grabbing onto each other, wrestling around, and that ends up going to the ground. So um, now earlier I said that in some cases ankle carry could be even more advantageous than traditional waistline carry, right? Well, ground fighting is one of those scenarios. So when we look at it from the standpoint of if you're, let's say you're using appendix carry, which I do carry appendix carry with my primary firearm, right? 
So let's say that I have an appendix carry or a centerline carry. My firearm is inside my waistband and it's in front of my body. If things go to the ground and I have an attacker on top of me that's trying to punch away at me, he's going to be sitting on my gun, right? He's going to be sitting on my gun. If I have it where if I'm using it inside the waistband and I have it at like the 330 position behind my right side hip, I'm a right, I'm a right hand shooter. If I got it at that 330 position back there, then, and I've got somebody on top of me again, then it's basically behind me. It's going to be really tough to get to that thing without trying to roll over, right? Now, the same thing goes, that's if you have, if you have somebody on top of you. Same thing happens if you're mounting him. So if you get the superior position, you're on top of this guy and you're able to like basically pin him down and you're going to, you're going to start hitting him, but you want to get to your firearm because you want to end this fight fast. This is a, a life or death struggle here. Well, the appendix carry is still really tough because this guy's hands are right in front of him. So he's going to be, he's going to be battling it out with you, right? So you're, it's going to be tough for you. Your hands are going to get tied up there trying to get your appendix carry out there. Now, if you're carrying it back in the 330 position, right? You're back behind your hip. Right side is 330, right? So if you're carrying it there, that's, that's easier to get to, right? I can reach behind me because I'm on top of this guy. I'm going to have better options there to be able to get to it. But in that kind of that wrestling mode that you're in there, your attacker can really easily feel, he's going to feel the gun that's on your waist. And it's going to be something that's going to feel weird, especially if you got like a full size firearm there, right? So he's going to feel that gun. And if you're tied up, if you don't, if for some reason he gets to a better position on you in that struggle and he knows you have a firearm, he can take that firearm out if he's got good positioning and use it on you, right? Okay, so this is where ankle carry really can help you. But I want you to think about the way that other instructors tell you to carry it, right? On the inside of your off leg. Now, whether you're on top or you're on bottom in a ground fight, having the gun on the inside of either leg means that it's pretty much going to be impossible for you to get to it with your dominant hand, with either of your hands, really, right? So if you've got it, let's say on the inside, I've got it on the inside of my left ankle, I've got to reach, I mean, with my dominant hand, I can't get over there at all, right? Like I can't reach behind this person that's, that's trying to, to wrestle me out there. So that's going to be impossible. Maybe on my left side, I can reach down there and get it. But if it's on the inside of my leg, that's a really, like I got to really contort my hand to be able to get over there, to be able to get a grip on the firearm, to be able to get it out of that holster, right? So, so that becomes really, really tough there. Um, so if I've got it instead, where, where I tell you to put it, which is on your dominant side, okay, your dominant side on the outside of your leg. So I'm a right-handed shooter, so I carry my ankle carry on my right leg, and it's on the outside of my body, okay? So that's completely the opposite of what other people are pretty much telling you to do. Now, for one thing... It's not as easily felt by your attacker, right? If it's on the outside of your leg, then if you've got like, your legs wrapped around this person or, or something like that, then, then it's possible, like, they're not going to, they're not going to feel that as easily, right? And that way that they're not going to think it to go after, to go after your firearm. Um, but if it is on the outside of my leg there, whether I'm on top or whether I'm on the bottom, this is where I can reach around, okay? If I'm, if I'm on the bottom, I'm reaching through with my hand 
and I'm, I'm reaching down to my ankle, I can most often get my right leg up to where I can shield with my left hand, shield my head. So he's probably striking away at my face, right? So I can cover myself up with one hand. And with my other hand, I can bring my right leg up to me and it's already on the outside. It gives me better reach to the firearm itself. It gives me more clearance because I don't have this person's body um, blocking where I'm trying to get to the gun or trying to draw the weapon that's on the outside. So typically I'm going to be able to get my leg, get my, my foot on the outside of his, be able to reach it with my right hand to be able to use it. That's my dominant hand. Um, even if it is my, uh, if I have to use my, well, that's most likely what I would do is I would use my, my dominant hand there, right? It does get really, really tricky actually to get across there with your non-firing hand. But again, I'm going to use that arm to be able to cover up and get to my, get to my firearm and the other thing. Okay. With my other hand. All right. So that's why I suggest um, that you carry it there. Now, one of the other drawbacks of ankle carry that I talked about is that it can be harder to get to because of your body position, right? Um, but also it's harder to get to because you have to be able to pull up your pant leg um, to be able to access the holster to begin with, right? To be able to get to your to be able to get to your firearm. And unless you're wearing like those wider like range pants, right? Like those tactical pants, so you you wear those everywhere. So if you're wearing something like jeans, uh, you know, some some dungarees, then then that's going to be actually tighter. Now, again, you might still print the firearm. Again, don't worry about concealment. Again, I've never seen, like, it's really, it's really hard to pick it out, right? Um, and I, I oftentimes wear my jeans other places, right? So it is tighter around there and you kind of have to crank up on the jeans here. But tip number three is going to help you get around that, that obstacle there, especially if you're in like a, a ground fight or something, right? And you're, now you've got one hand to try and lift those, lift your pant leg up to be able to get to it. Well, there is actually a simple fix for this in tip number three, and that is to take your jeans to a tailor, which most dry cleaning stores have some sort of a tailor in there. And then what I do is I replace 12 inches of the outside seam on my dominant shooting side with Velcro. So about 12 inches, I would just take it in. In fact, um, in fact, just grab, just as soon as I get, I buy the jeans, I pretty much just go straight over to the, uh, to my dry cleaners, over to my tailor, and they already know what to do, right? So they just unstitch it. They put in a heavy, uh, Velcro, so it's a really tight Velcro. It's still super easy to rip off, but it's not gonna go, you know, over time, it's still gonna maintain its Velcro-iness. So what that does is it allows you that when you go down there, it looks like regular jeans, but when you go down there, or, or you can use other pants too, but when you go down to grab it, you pull it, you can pull it apart, and that way you actually, even with one hand, you can easily, much more easily get to your firearm there. All right. So that's a that's a, a another quick tip that'll help you with it as well. Okay. So those are my three tips for backup guns. Again, if you are a New World Patriot Alliance member, make sure that you go and put our next masterclass on your calendar because we're gonna be doing a super deep dive into into backup guns, everything from. Uh, you know, from, from compacts all the way down to pocket pistols and things like that. Um, if you're not an, NW, an NWPA member, you can go ahead and sign up for a test drive for $1 to make sure that you can go join us for that masterclass and give us a test drive and see if you, uh, see if you want to stay on a member. You just go over to www.newworldpatriot.org. And next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this. Uh, it's kind of this topic, but we're going to be staying with backup guns and we're going to specifically be talking about 
pocket pistols. So I'm going to give you a primer on pocket pistols and the three biggest mistakes that I see people make when they're employing a, a pocket pistol for concealed carry. All right. So it's all coming up next week. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. Modern Combat and Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.